Parental discretion strongly advised. Children left unattended may develop a taste for real music. After all the pain, when love comes back around again, we're no longer waiting, no longer holding on. I heard you got a new boyfriend, a top-up, hardcore as him, but does he have a badass aquarium? This is the life that chose me. I fell into it very natural. Everyone has a story. Some took the road that's traveled. The best of everything STL. This is Beyond FM. It may be cold out, but now is the time to book your spring projects. The choice is 51 Construction. Need to replace the staircase handrails? Look no further than 51 Construction. Wanting to remodel the master bathroom? Then get a hold of 51 Construction. How about a new deck for the backyard? Do you see where I'm going with this? 51 Construction's motto is quality, value, and communication. They love creative projects and are always willing to help out in solving a difficult situation. With over 30 years of construction experience, 51 Construction is your best choice in any home remodeling project. Whatever you are dreaming, they can bring to life. Find them on Facebook at 51 Construction or give them a call at 314-435-9647. That's 314-435-9647. Contact them now to get a free quote on any home remodeling project. It's 51 Construction doing it right. If you live in Belleville, stop by Corner Chill and Grill. I mean, if you live there, you already know it's the best place in town. But if you're on your way, it's the perfect place for something good to eat or just pure entertainment. It's at 341 Centerville Avenue. They have award-winning wings, pizza, apps, hamburgers, sandwiches, and a whole lot more. Plus tons of live music and karaoke. They're open seven days a week, and they're open till 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. It's the Corner Chill and Grill, 341 Centerville Avenue in Belleville. There's a place right on the south side that has always been the go-to for all your vapor products, and that place is Limay Vapor. But did you know that Limay Vapor is quickly becoming the St. Louis headquarters for everything Kratom and CBD? Green, white, or red Kratom, all with different options like capsules, crushed leaves, and more. Their CBD selection is second to none from a large variety of edibles, extracts, and more. Plus, Limay Vapor has all the accessories you need and they are still your one-stop shop for everything you need for vaping. Give them a call at 314-638-7170. They are open Monday through Friday, 10 to 8, Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, 10 to 4. Limay Vapor, 766 Limay Ferry Road, just north of Hoffmeister. More music coming up, but first let's check in with Shudder. He's at Rock and Brews hanging out. What's up, Shudder? Well, it appears he has his mouth full with some of that great made-from-scratch food from Rock and Brews. Since I'm a foodie, let's see if I can translate. Oh, you're enjoying the island ribs. Crispy individual baby back ribs tossed in sweet and spicy Asian sauce served with island slaw. Ah, and you had the garlic cheese fries. That's a good choice. 
Oh yeah, those purple raindrops are awesome. They're chocolate-filled French donuts covered in powdered sugar, drizzled with raspberry sauce, served with a side of whipped cream. Not only do they have American classic comfort food with a twist, but they also have the area's largest tap list. So whether you're grabbing a quick bite for lunch, planning a nice family meal, or looking to book your next party, Rockin' Brews is the place to be. Located at 17258 Chesterfield Airport Road, Rockin' Brews is quickly becoming a staple in the STL for rock and roll foodies of all ages. For reservations, call 636-337-3194. You can also check them out on all the socials or just do a quick search for Rocket Brew St. Louis. Stop by Rocket Brew today and tell them Beyond FM sent you. Mmm, yummy. The best of everything STL. You're goddamn right. Beyond FM. Peace, quiet, and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. Interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. All right, St. Louis, I want to hear everybody sing it. Come Now, here comes the music.
It is the best of everything STL. It's Beyond FM from Gaslight. Good evening. You are on live 365. Thank you for joining us. For those who are listening, not sure what episode this is. Well, it was like almost 40 now. Right up there. Something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> it must be Monday. We're in, the, we're in Gaslight, so <clears throat> I've lost track. So it's a show. It is a show. Um, tonight. It's a show. Unfortunately, no DJ BJ. We won't go into that. Just getting um, letting letting her know she is she's missed and loved missed and loved and we miss her dearly. So For yeah, sure. she'll be back. Yeah. But you do hear the beautiful sounds of Kim Perry. Hello. And Patrick. You. Patrick is sitting in Brooke's seat, and he yeah. does not look nearly as good as she does. Not even close. Just uh, not even close. It's not even a competition. Yeah, but I have to stare at your both your ugly mugs tonight. Well, how do you think we we got to sit there and stare at the one open mic now? Well, how do you think that is? It won't be open that much longer. It won't be open much we longer. Have a I couple know. of wonderful guests coming in. Yeah, that we do. We have Jay Smith from Heavy Metal Ice Cream. I'm excited. If you guys don't know what that is, you're going to learn because it's delicious. I've had it before. I've never heard of Heavy Metal Ice Cream. It's well, not. It's not ice cream made out of heavy metal. Well, I'll just show you that. Sherlock, no, I'm just so. making sure that you know. Oh, I want to clarify that for the tens you. of thousands of people that are listening right now. And since he's already let something fly, this is a parental discretion show, parental advisory. There are we you go. sure? Yeah. Well, yeah. Are you positive? Yeah, yeah. Sure? We, we should probably say that you're parents with small children should not be allowed. We do have a young child in, in, in studio today, and she'll be talking with us. Yeah, but bit. I'm sure she's heard these words. So do I need and plus, four? I know Cornbread, who is also a guest tonight, has virgin ears. He's never heard anything like that, so you must be on your best behavior. <laughs> well, it's a good thing Brooke's not here then. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> now you tell me after I let one fly. So <laughs> I'm being scolded by Kim right now. It's like in a very motherly way. You know, it's just we're not FCC regulated, so that's a good thing. Sometimes. We'd have been thrown off the air after the first week. (laughs) (laughs) In all honesty, this this stuff would have been shut down a long time ago. See how I see how I censor censor myself? Yes. I'm sure and I'm sure Cornbread's probably had this talk. I'm sure you've had this situation where it's your PD going, "Um, can you come in my office for a minute, please? (laughs) No, no, I don't want to hear that. I've never actually I've never actually said anything bad like that on air. I did. Ten but years of radio. I've never. The only time I've come close is the song. What's the uh, 190 song where she says, "I'm a bitch, I'm a lover." That song. Yeah. I got to say, "I'm a bitch" one time. It was for that song. That's the only time I've cussed ever on air. But that's the title of a song. I know. So. Yeah. It still counts, though. Yeah. So isn't there like a? You can only like cuss on air three times before something I don't in like really, a I don't, year or I, something. I, I, I think, think it's, it's and the, I think it's like after midnight. You're you can, but it's totally frowned upon. Like they, your PD still don't want you to. Risk no. it, so that was a max no. question. That's a question that maybe we should ask Cornbread. Yeah, yeah, he just, may know. Yeah, he'll he'll know it. When I never had that problem because I just didn't just didn't cuss, and I was I mean I was on a. You're a good Christian boy. But I did get a nice, nice, nice talking to when I went to Paducah because they went, before I got there, they were what they call active rock. And right before I got there, they moved back over to mainstream rock. And, and I said, you know what? 
fuck this. And I still played Slipknot because, it, I mean, at the time, this was when Slipknot was just coming out. They were super hot. And everybody was requesting Slipknot. And I kept playing it. And they're like, you really need to tone down your music selection, you know. And so, eh, anyway. But anyway. Which is weird because when I was down in Cape and I was voice tracking for Paducah, we played Slipknot like every other hour. Well, see, but they eventually went back to After Rock. Yeah. But it was, and maybe it was that always was, maybe that was because of though. me. It was the only no. song they ever played. <laughs> um, speaking of which, to to kind of go to this topic, Happy DJ Day. Happy DJ Day. Happy DJ Day. Yes, for those of you in the radio world, um, it is definitely. A strange world. I won't say it's an acquired taste, but it kind of is. It is because it is. There's a, a there's point stuff where stuff that happens in our industry that nobody else would understand no. ever in any other industry. They and, would not comprehend it. And the ever. problem is, one, um, whenever you, I mean, especially if you get in a good spot, you meet a lot of friends, but you have to realize that you're not going to work with those friends forever. It's not like a normal job, like people are going to be in and out maybe even every every year. Even if you stay at a station, that personnel is going to change. Surprisingly, I have like out of everybody that I worked with when I was in Cape, I'm only friends with two people left that I worked with when I was down there. We talked with Max a little bit about this last week, that you're not in radio unless you've been fired from a station at least once. Shit, I've never been fired. (laughs) I legit that means you have really well, good contracts. I have never the night been is fired. still young. You know, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I legit have never been fired. When I left Cape, I put in my two weeks. When I left Mexico, I put in my two weeks. I'm still in St. Louis. So, yeah. And unless you fire me right here now, T-Bone, I've never actually been fired. I guess technically I was fired from the Viper. I'm not sure. I mean, I wasn't actually told. I was told you just no. let go. Yeah. I was told not, not to come back. <laughs> But I never, but it's like the Seinfeld episode. I never actually even worked here, you know, so, but I actually did. I put worked in for three years there. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, Once again, over my head with that reference. Yes. Um, Young child. Anyway, just want to take time to really uh, say thank you to all the mentors that I've had. And I'm sure Patrick's had a ton of them too. And some of them we even share, like Shani. Yep. You know, shout uh, out to Kane, Shani. You know. Kane. Uh, shout out to pretty much every freaking instructor that ever went through broadcast center that we both had to deal with. Yep. Yeah. And then, um, and since then I've had like Kevin Casey, shout out to Kevin Casey, April Rubke. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. She's actually, I've been adopted as her radio son. So she, which is surprising. She's willing to claim that. So you were mine first. Okay. No, you were her. He, <laughs> April was first for was, sure. I'm pretty sure April was yeah. first. Okay, fine. Sorry. Sorry, mom. <laughs> and I think I've been tasked if anything happens you should whip my ass too so <laughs> just saying yeah, um, anything also, goes wrong anything also, goes wrong with me April's gonna kick your ass yeah. <laughs> also shout out to Fish who really helped me resurrect what career I have now mm-hmm. um, you know he's me and him worked for a few same companies different times but same companies and he thought I was legit and said well, anytime you want to come on and be on the show, you can. And next thing I know, I'm, you know, part of the show. So that was great. Um, Tom Turbrock, of course, letting me co-host with him for a while. And then, uh, of course, uh, Tom West, 
Um, the great Tom West. The great Tom West who gave me a lot of advice and some of it I didn't want to hear, but I had to hear. So it was a good thing. So thank you guys. And of course, everybody else I mentioned, Shani and all of them. I didn't really, I was lucky enough in Paducah and really not to have, I mean, I kind of ran loose there. That's probably why I got in trouble because... <laughs> Because, yeah, you know, our actually program director was in Cape Dorado and this yeah. and that. So, I mean, we didn't, I didn't have to deal with them too much. See, I had, I was with, uh, I was under Kevin Casey's tutelage and he just guided me the entire two years I was there. And I made the mistake of leaving before I was kind of ready and taking the money going to Mexico. And that was a huge mistake because, you know, I could have probably been a little bit better before I left. But Kevin's still guiding me as we speak. Uh Hayes, he's been there to help, you know, Shani, Scott Ellis, who's all the way down at Springfield. He's been kind of a mentor a little bit. And then I guess I have to honestly mention this last person, Tony Willingham. Wow. I will. Yeah. T-Bone, you've been kind of a mentor towards me with, with this. You gave me a chance. You've let me, even though with my crazy ass schedule, show up when I can and stuff like that. So, yeah. Don't cry. Please do not cry. I'm cry a little bit. <laughs> no, but because... Your name came up the very first time that T-Bone and I sat down and talked about this idea. We were talking about what it would look like, who, you know, who would be on, and he had mentioned you. Well, like Which I said, me and him talked like, about it. I even. had, like, no... I have, like, very little St. Louis music affiliations, you know. That wasn't what I was... That's that not, was, like, the, that's, that was my thing, that kind of, like, eh. That's maybe. not what I wanted you for, though. Realistically... I wanted you Kim to, because I knew, I mean, Kim had some too, but I mean, even, even I didn't have a, really a clue of how amazing the scene was. I mean, I had somewhat, but it's, once I really you, jumped you in, it in, I'm your like, head, wow. It sounded incredible. And like putting it on paper, it was a little rough around the edges the first number of months. Basically. Well, that's why so. I, that's why I consider the time over at the other studio was a trial run. To know whether I really wanted to do it, and the people that were there were the errors, <laughs> and and I knew that some certain some, people that will not be named, and I knew some of them were that things were going to change, and that's why I made the changes before I moved here because I didn't want those bad habits to move to establishment like this. Anyway, we're talking a lot about inside stuff, and everybody's going, "What the hell? Play some tunes, talk about ice cream." No, we'll we'll get to that. I promise. Um, Another thing I want to bring up, uh, yesterday was the 13th anniversary of, sadly, Mississippi Nights closing. Um, and you're wearing a shirt. Well, yes, because this is like uh, every year at Delmar Hall, they have, you know, the anniversary, you know, Mississippi Nights tribute thing, reunion. I wish, in all honesty, I still had the shirt from my fir- very first concert, which was Urge at Mississippi Nights. Like 96, 97. So I was barely like not even 10 years old. I was at that show. Fucking kids. I I was at that show jumping with all like everybody that was like from teenagers to 30 year olds. And I contemplated going down in the mosh pit. (laughs) I could probably imagine my first t-shirt would probably be like, you know, this big. I mean, I was like talking like four or five inches because I was oh, yeah. 11 was years like, old and it was 1983. That shirt had to have been like, I think I did have a shirt from it. So it'd probably be a medium. So there's no way in hell. So now I'm just going to show my age just because I, I wrote this down just because it was funny. Oh, one thing I want to mention about Mississippi Nights though, real quick. Um, 
is, I mean, the establishment was great, but I think the, the best memories that I've had in Mississippi nights was standing in line. And, you know, back then we didn't have the necessarily online option to buy tickets or anything like that. It was mostly show up and buy them at the door or you'd buy them at the box office previously. But, um, the best part was just standing in line with my friends and, and meeting people and that also liked the band and, you know, that's how we networked basically back then, you know? Um, <clears throat> so with, with that thought, um, standing in line and getting tickets and I'm just going to show my edge a little bit and I wish I had more people in the room just to raise their hand. But I, I know I, I could say that probably Jay Smith has probably done this quite a few times, but, have any of you ever had to camp out overnight for tickets? No. I stood in line for hours for someone else no, for Garth I'm, Brooks. I'm not, I'm see, not Brian, saying, see anybody in the other studio? I'm not anybody saying, raise their hand? Shudder, anybody? Raise your hand if you actually stood outside. Jay Smith. Is Jay, raising Jay his and Shudder. Shudder's and Shutter, raising his yep, hand. they have camped out. So you're not alone, T-Bone. You're yeah. not that old. I got Little, there at like five in the morning, though. You're, so. you're old. I say this, you're a pussy. I mean, really. But it was for someone I'm else. I'm talking about getting there. For like, me, that would be one thing. But I was actually standing in line for someone else to buy tickets for them. I remember standing in line, like getting there at 5 p.m. the day before, bringing in, you know, sleeping bags or whatever. You'd meet the coolest people that stayed the whole night and you'd really Thank know God them. But for the internet. I would do that for Chick-fil-A, though. What? Chick-fil-A does. Have you never heard of Chick-fil-A openings? <gasps> They no, the I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to do it for a Chick-fil-A Damn. opening. What? What is really? wrong with you? I like Seriously. chicken. Sorry. What is I like wrong too. with you? Like, come on. That's really uh, weird. For a year of Chick-fil-A, yes, I would do that for, but depending on who it was for tickets. <laughs> I'm just going to say thank God for the internet for <laughs> so I don't have to ever camp out for tickets. You know all. what? She just, she just blew my mind. But... I just see, I, I see Kim as a whole new person now and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when a new Chick-fil-A opens, they have this thing where you can camp oh, out the night before and it trains we, the state. I'm not, we like, understand yeah, the trying, concept. I'm trying to we're trying to, I can't. We're trying to comprehend that you would really want to do it. I've done it. Oh my God. God. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, Kim. Ooh. Can we I go have, to break now? Yeah, we On can. that note, we need to go to break. In all honesty. Oh, I think I'm going to puke. I have a concert announcement while I'm thinking about it. Can you wait? Can you tease it? I can yeah, tease, tease it. it. Tease tease it. It's it. for Saturday tease night. Well, I have a concert announcement for Saturday night, too. Hey, it's probably different, and, though. And I yeah, got a fitness thing going on, so yeah. Yes, I'll we got to talk about your fitness yeah. thing. Hooray for you. Yeah. It doesn't Let's involve Chick-fil-A, though. So, Thank God. Let's go to break. So I'll, 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 I'll do, um, it's not really a concert announcement. I mean, it's already out there. I mean, it's been out there for a few weeks. But this also has to do with our new Artist of the Week on BeyondFM.net. And... uh so these guys are playing Saturday night at the world famous Fubar, and they're opening for the band that we started the show off with, Radkey. And uh, this is a band called Fight Back Mountain, and this is called Bad Omens on Beyond FM. You're listening to the best of everything STL. Grab your nuts and beef and get on down the road, and you're good to go. Beyond FM. Society.
everyday darkness. This is advanced darkness. Start making local music famous. Yeah, that's right. Beyond FM.
It's the best of everything STL. It's Beyond FM. Those guys playing Road to Point Fest on February 8th um, at Pops, of course. And, uh, of course, that was the many colored death from Columbia, Illinois. Or Missouri, rather. Missouri. Sorry. My bad. Wow. There's a big difference. Well, majorly big difference. <laughs> Two and a half hours, man. At least. I'm not even talking about ge- geography, you know, wise. I'm talking just people, really. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. Sorry. They'd much rather be from Columbia, Missouri than Columbia, Illinois. I've never had any problem with people in Columbia, Illinois. I live in Belleville. There's plenty of problems with Illinois. Well, well, that's, that, that's, that is, that is true. true there. You're one of the problems, but <laughs> still. Hey, anybody, I'm a that sits, any, any, anybody that sits outside of a Chick-fil-A waiting for it to grand opening, <laughs> there is something wrong with that person. I learned how to do that from Missourians. Thank you very much. I don't know. So let's get with to this concert announcement you got. What you got going on? I got oh, distracted. Um, by, sorry, I got distracted there for a second. Jeff's in the freaking studio dancing. He's looking at me because he's, he's going to come in here <laughs> and talk in a minute. <laughs> this is getting awkward. So, yes, on the 25th, if I wasn't already obligated to the VQM show I'm about to talk about, I would be at the Radkey show. Uh, but if you can't go to Radkey for whatever reason, um, over at Just Builds in Overland, we are having a uh, Voodoo Queen management show. Voodoo and Queen. with uh, the headliner is Maximus, and you'll also hear Sons of Vulcan. Joe Maddox and a fabulous uh, alt metal band out of Mississippi by the name of Via Novus. I really like their costumes, but um, they're fabulous on stage. And there's another band or two playing too, but that's eight bucks on Saturday night at Just Bill's Place. Starts at 7 p.m. Cool. Their costumes. Yeah. For someone that cosplays and fur, what was it? Furs or where's fur? I am not a furby. A furby. A furry. <laughs> not a furry. furby. Someone that's a furry. I can I only imagine what those costumes are. Actually, the lead singer kind of looks like Captain Hook from uh, the Once Upon a Time. Oh, well, then you series. must really like him. So he's so, got. Yeah, you better watch so out. So he's got Todd. that red. Well, got yeah, I got to think for pirates. What so he's can I wear, say? so he's like wearing a man blouse, basically. It's is what you're saying? the a red man coat <laughs> and the. <laughs> does he have a hook for you guys hand? Have to yeah. <laughs> does he have a pirate? Does he? Is he if he doesn't does have, have a peg leg, does he have an eye patch? In all honesty, does he have an eye patch and a, yeah, and a captain and like a captain hook? Have you met if, Todd? If he My doesn't, if if the the guy in the band doesn't have a peg leg, then he's a fucking poser, and that's wait, just wait, the wait. way I, I'm going to put you mean it. Todd, no. you mean Todd Zombie? Yes, Todd Zombie. Yes, yes. He loves that. By the way, thank you very much. I, I, it came right to me. I was just sitting there looking at this, and I'm like, "Oh, Rob Zombie? Huh? Oh, you mean Todd Zombie? Okay. Yes, yes. But um, no, the the band, the the singer, he, his voice is actually fabulous. He's got the range of Freddie Mercury. So uh, that's okay. That's big it's, praise. It's pretty impressive. When is the show again? Uh, Saturday night at Just Bills at 7 p.m. This Saturday? Bucks, this and coming beautiful Saturday, the 25th. Overland, I, I believe. I might Missouri. just show up yeah. just to hear this Freddie Mercury He's, type person. It's fabulous. If it doesn't live up to the bill, I'm blaming you, Kimberly. That's that's fine. You can, can <laughs> hey, me. Just, in the, just some, walked in the room. Yeah, we got The beautiful Jeff Nichols from Tencent. What's up? Yeah, How's it going? going? This is hey. some show on Thursday nights. Yeah. What I do. Yeah. 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 It's called Talking Dollars with Ten Cents. Yeah. It's a great yeah. show. We got uh, we got a good guest coming up this week, too. Oh, we do. Yeah. Right? Oh, yes. Luxora. Nice. nice. The band Luxora will be joining us. And uh, 
And we got some good shenanigans planned out. Great shenanigans. Got some good games, don't we, Pat? Yeah, we do. By the way, Pat B here is uh, our, my co-host, if you guys didn't know that. so. Yeah. And that's Thursday night at 7, right here on Live 365. Yep. I am so sorry, Jeff. That he's my co-host? I am so sorry. You know no. what? He's been sick for a while, and we actually missed him. If that says anything, maybe it was just because yeah. he was gone for so long. And, and we- some, uh, somehow, and, and somehow, when he was sick, he developed an English accent when he oh, tried to do impersonations. Sake. His impersonations <laughs> all still went technically to English accents. With the whole throat thing. So give me a break on that one. Give me a pass on that. The next time I do impressions, it'll be spot on. I think we're gonna do a segment. Maybe not this week because we've already got some games planned out. But uh, I think next couple of segments we're gonna have. Just give I think we should do a game quotes. Where, where no, I does. think no. I think what we should really do oh, is just all of us sit around a table, okay, and we just like okay, whoever's hosting, like you or whatever, or we can have some random person, even our guest, right? Uh, just put out random people, you know, celebrities, and then that person has to try to impersonate them the best they can. That's a pretty good. That is, that would be fun. That'd that be would fun. be fun. That's something we can think about. Yeah. That's. Yeah, I, mean, so, we, I got a game plan for this week. Janet has already told me her interesting one for next week. Yeah, your your darling wife has got a amazing game. It's either it's what is it, uh, nail polish, or was it? It was either nail polish or porno name. That's what I, it was. I think that's what it is. She's, yeah, she's shaking her head. Yeah, she's shaking her head. What the hell? Nail polish with porno you? Name. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I want to. I don't know where porn she, stuff she so keeps I, coming up with. I, there's something. Yeah, Jen's trying to tell you something. I think secretly. She, yeah, she ain't trying to tell on. me something. I know her like the back of my hand. So she ain't trying to tell me nothing. But she's just good. He at, says that, and then he looks down. And he's like, "Where did that come from?" She, <laughs> she's she does her research. So so anyway, I Friday night. What site she's on then? <laughs> she doesn't at work too. <laughs> no wonder you guys got that fridge for shuttered. How? Oh, I don't even want to tell that back. Oh now. man, We're, we hook you guys up. I don't want to know what you're doing at work, Jen. Oh my God, she's taking care of old people. So, so well, real quickly, uh, you <laughs> went out Friday night, and what did you do? Where'd you go? Who, who'd you see? Oh my gosh! So Friday night, we went to Blueberry Hill Duck Room for the Solo Project Strike Back, which was. Uh, ATG 333, Ryan Cheney, and Die Criminal. And me and my lovely wife went, and uh, man, we saw a bunch of people. There was, uh, we saw Peanut and Brian Blood from Common Jones. We saw Steve DeClue uh, from The Poor. We saw, um, my gosh, man, uh, just all sorts of friends and family. Derek Husky, Matt Benny, um, all those guys backing up Ryan Cheney. It was amazing. So Die Criminal uh, started the show. We did not get to see them. We By the time we dropped our kids off and stuff and made it, we got to see the start of Ryan Cheney's show. But I heard great things from Die Criminal. Um, they did, a, from what I heard, an amazing job. Ryan Cheney was phenomenal. Uh, he's got a new song that actually just came out today called Shelter. Um, I don't think we have it yet, but mm. Ryan Cheney, maybe we could get that, uh, if you're listening. <coughs> um, yeah, it came out today and he played it and it was amazing. And Ryan Cheney's backup band was pretty much the guys from fivefold. So it was any fans of fivefold. It was for me, uh, we're a big fan of them and it was awesome to see them all back up on the stage and, uh, 
having a great time. They they look like they were enjoying it. Uh, three 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 came up, um, which we play on, uh, and Ryan Cheney we play their music on here too. Three three three, they played. Uh, was it magic or miracle? Which what is I think it's miracle. Well, the, the that's you know what you were right in both instances. And they have two. They have one, a song called each uh, each one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I know we play them on the on the air here, and yep. uh, dude, it was awesome to hear them play it live. And I'm sitting there singing along, knowing every word because we listen, we play it here on on air throughout the day. And uh, but it was a great show, man. Uh, Gabe had uh, they did a a rendition of I got five on it mm-hmm. with um, it was. Uh, Oh God, who was it? ATG Gorilla J Peanut or was it Gorilla J and Peanut? Gorilla J and Peanut. Gorilla J and Peanut. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so that was really awesome. And if you don't know who Gorilla J is, he is from Egan's Ratch, which Rats, which also has Dubflow and Tracy Hargrave. Of course, you know Dubflow from his appearances with ATG and discrepancies and and some other projects as well. And hopefully. We get music from them soon because they are playing my birthday party on February first, fifteenth, right here at Gaslight Warehouse. Boy, I was you know they have music up. in the works. I was going to bring that up too. You were late. Yeah, he beat me to the punch. So, uh, ATG man, he killed it. They ended the night and they did the final song they closed out with was uh, Midnight Train, and they had everybody except for Scrub there and. Uh, it was amazing. I got live video of that, posted it, I believe, on Beyond FM. Uh, tried to do both, but uh, for some reason, Beyond FM wasn't keeping us. Like, I had to switch back to my own personal page, which I try not to share from my own personal page because it's for family and stuff. But, like, business and stuff is 10 cents and, and Beyond yeah. FM. But anyways, I, I somehow either did it on my own and tagged you guys in it or did it from beyond. I can't remember. So if you want to see it, you can go check it out. I'm sure it's around on our page. It's somewhere on there. It's somewhere on there. Sorry. All right, cool. Silence Get it. the hell out of here and send right. another guy in here real quick. So send that other guy? Yeah, that other guy. The ice cream guy? Yeah. No, 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 no. The the, the shutter guy. The shutter guy. All right. Yeah, because yeah. we're going to give some Bye, shouts out to... Bye, Jeff. Shutter got the, the opportunity the to hang out in Como over the weekend with. What's up, Shutter? Hey. So we just want to give some shout outs to some friends out there. What's up, guys? So you got to hang out at Como, which we explained to you Sunday what Como was, but. Explain to me. I think I was explaining it to you guys. Really? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Thanks for the explanation. Yeah, it was a great time. Um, got down there. Oh, I don't know. I took my time getting down there and met uh, JPS. He's got a staff of seven plus an intern. A couple of the staffers met me and we had some pizza. Of course, we had Shakespeare's, which was awesome. Very awesome. And they took really good care of me. And before their show, we went and, you know, took me around town a little bit. And, cool. just, you know, got talking about things and the, the scene down there. And it's really happening right now. And you got to see who in, who played that night? I got the privilege to see Dark Below. Nice. Close and personal, which is one of my favorites right now. And they just killed it. It was a great show at the Rose Music Hall. And I'll tell you, for a small venue, that sound system is perfect. I mean, it sounded excellent. And they had, uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but the sound guy is known, well-known in the zoo for being probably one of the best so the mix and everything sounded 
excellent. So it was a good time. Cool. And also you got to see, uh, I would almost say they're veterans, uh, Troy. Troy. Yes. And uh, I've heard of them, not heard any of their music. There's another band that just impressed the living shit out of me. They they killed it as well. They had they have a really good style, kind of a southern rock jam fest, really. And they were excellent. I would recommend them as well. Cool. And we wanted to make sure we give Jason and everybody at JPS a shout out. Absolutely. We, and we we're going to do some work with them and hopefully branch out visually and the Columbia area. As long as I don't keep calling it Columbia, Illinois, I should be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's the other direction. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll kill for that one. I don't want some yeah. guy in the tiger mascot <laughs> uniform beating the crap out of me. You know, <laughs> called the zoo for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Could be worse. Could be getting beat up one of the by one of the PewDiePies out there. Yep. But yeah, definitely a uh, JPS and, and his staff took very good care of me and they are looking forward to doing some work with beyond fm which i'm very yeah. very excited about me too so we can do start doing some road tripping that's what's up yeah yeah all right cool uh we'll, we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll have some ice cream and stuff like that uh, with jay smith and that's chloe i've seen kim in a while let's put it that way yep. i don't eat ice cream very very much so i was no, been excited but she will spend the night to Eat chicken. Too I bad will. we don't have that. Yeah. At least she has her priorities straight. I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, now I'm really wondering, like, why there's never any Chick-fil-A here. Mm. Honestly. Mm, mm, it's mm. been a while since I've done it. Maybe we should get them to sponsor us. Yeah. 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 No, not really. Yeah. 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 I'm not going there. I'm That's not, for another I'm day. Not, yeah, I'm not We're getting explicit. into that discussion. Anyway, let's, uh, that discussion. No way let's take a break and come back and have some ice cream with Chloe and Jay from Heavy Metal Ice Cream. This is, uh, is anybody there ready to push buttons? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, sir. It's, we did go. you it's see the Jeff. shine coming it's off his Jeff. head? I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Shit. All right. That shine, you can't miss it. All right. Hopefully, hopefully Jeff is ready to push the button. Anyway, <laughs> this is. <laughs> hit the button, Jeff. Hit the button. No, don't That's hit the button up. yet. You got you to wait for the, you know, the, the cue. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we're still teaching him like radio cues and stuff like that. So hopefully he, he's he'll, hopefully it, he'll catch on pretty. He's quick. doing a great job. Anyway, this is the Jaguars, and this is called the first sign of spring on Beyond FM. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Beyond FM. Like I'm sitting here playing cards with my brother's kids or something.
I'm Chris Curd from The Leopard. You're listening to Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. Listen, love, and promote. Love you guys.
that is the hush list with sync to the bottom it's the best of everything stl it's beyond fm uh had the opportunity to hang out with christopher curd of the hush list as uh we spent a little time with him at the naked vine in chesterfield when he performed at the singer songwriter showcase storyteller showcase whatever that long 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 thing that shane presley came up with for the name but it was very, very nice to sit down and talk with him, and uh, he's a very nice guy. So um, thank you for that. Um, in studio tonight, our very special guest uh, from Heavy Metal Ice Cream. What's going on, guys? Uh, got Jay Smith and his wonderful daughter, Chloe. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Don't be nervous. There's nobody listening, really. Shane's mm-hmm. coming for ice cream tomorrow. Well, yeah. we, we beat them to it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same flavor and everything. Oh, and what flavor did you bring us tonight? So this is kitchen sink chocolate and peanut butter. This is, we have four <laughs> different chocolate flavors. This is our deep chocolate and it has chocolate covered nutty bars, Reese's cups <laughs> and peanut butter drizzle. And you'll see there's plenty of spoons. So. Jeff's yeah. coming in just for this reason, I think. And he's going to. Adjust you. Jeff a little is bit. definitely oh, going to be taking some yeah. of this. Oh, oh look God. at that! Pull the top off this. Yeah, Kim is recording it right now. Yes, this is on uh, Facebook Live right now because it's ice cream and God. Everybody and, needs to see ice cream. And we are on Heavy Metal Ice Cream's Instagram page right now, so everybody Hi, can wave. Hello, everybody. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having us on. Oh well, I mean, we we go back a little ways before this. Whenever for sure. you, you came on the Viper too, yeah, we were babies okay. then. Yeah, yeah. you guys still are. You and I are. Yeah. And I just gotta say, you. Mississippi Night story. I'm going back with Sleazy Lee. Yeah. Pale Divine. Mm-hmm. Both opening for King of the Hill. Yeah. Ninety one. That was a whole thing. That was a good show. Mm-hmm. And many um, fragile porcelain mice Thanksgiving shows. <laughs> <laughs> Not to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt you guys this conversation, but Jeff. We have a new Jeff, fan. I think Jeff just had like an outright <laughs> orgasm in his mouth right now. <laughs> he is, yeah, he is practically speechless right now. Because they all look at me like heavy metal ice cream. Jen. I'm like, look, you Jen. guys, as soon as you guys eat it, you're going to love is, it because I know. Kim right, is it, Kim is, is doing the honors. Whatsoever. No, no. Kim is doing the honors, and she's he does not hold back on the flavor. So she's our, our ice cream Jeff falls under the uh, super premium category, <laughs> mm-hmm. which means generally it falls between sixteen to eighteen percent um, butterfat, which is the maximum that you're going to want to put in. Um, it makes it so much creamier than store bought. Um, it's creme anglaise style, which means um, we don't just pour a dairy mix in. We actually cook this with the egg yolk, temper it. We do the whole thing. And it just, the difference is completely noticeable. And that's kind of, you know, the fun part about it is you've got the the whole heaven and hell concept of the abrasiveness of heavy metal mm-hmm. with just the most lush ice cream you'll ever eat. So, so that's kind of what we go for. Okay, so Kim has finally tried a, tried a well, spoonful. Me. Kim, yes. what is your opinion? Oh, Did yeah, you see you my can, face? You can dig in, shut her. <laughs> I think everybody on, on Facebook Live. Oh, oh. Okay, Good so catch. first off, I'm not a big ice cream fan. Mm-hmm. I'm also not. A I don't big understand those dog. words in the order that you strung yeah. them together. <laughs> well, I'm also not a big chocolate fan. Sure. I'm, I'm more of a vanilla kind of gal. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, She's Basic so white gal, but um, it's okay. 
This this is fabulous, and yes, it's dripping in my hand, and yes, I'm going to be licking this off my hand. That's not what I was laughing. I was laughing at the fact that Jeff literally came. Glad this isn't a family show. Took took two spoonfuls and literally walked out with it. So, yeah. Well, this week will be more up your alley because we're actually doing uh, French vanilla bean with donut layers, Mm. like jelly donut swirl. Oh. Yeah, it's, I mean, nobody's going to lose any weight doing this. It's for sure. So I've never tried your ice cream before, obviously, mm-hmm. but I followed your page great. and I'm so glad that T-Bone, because we kind of had the same idea. I said, yeah, we got to bring this guy on. He goes, I'm already talking to him. I said, great. Yeah. So thank you for the ice cream. Absolutely. Um, We're dripping into her hand. You know, it's, it's okay. My hands are clean. I, I can, can eat off my hands. And also, and do you still do the adult ice cream as well? Well, Whoa. now that we have the actual business license, we have to hold off on the boozy flavors okay. until we have a full-blown liquor license. Because gotcha. even if you cook the liquor out, yeah. you still have to have a license to do it. Gotcha. But when we get the brick and mortar open, are we going to do it? Hell yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's what I like to hear. You don't get any. I want some. For a while. <laughs> I want some. What, so, six more years? Um, well, let's go back a little bit. Um, sure. I know you have a musical background. Yeah. And um, so, for, so we'll talk about that a little bit and how that transpired into the ice cream thing. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, I've been playing guitar since, I guess, about 1989. Um, I graduated high school in 93, and just like everybody, thought I was going to be world-renowned, huge rock star. I was the same way. (laughs) Didn't exactly pan out. That's okay. Um, You know, but I've been playing in cover bands ever since, and, uh, you know, I get my little rock star fix that way. Right now, I'm with a band called ADD, um, and that's a blast. But, uh, you know... I, I decided to do web development since about 1997 for a living. And it started out great, and I was building, you know, attractive websites for local businesses, and they were appreciative. And over the years, everything just became about Google, 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 sell, 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 rank, rank, rank. And I'm not a salesman. Yeah. I hate that. So on a day of particular frustration, she was sitting on the couch next to me watching a cooking show called Unique Sweets, right, on the Food Network. And I just turned to her and I literally said, you know what, let's just scrap everything in life and open an ice cream parlor and make the best ice cream people have ever had, right, Mm -hmm. basically. And um, it was like a bug in my head all night. And I I remember about 1 o'clock in the morning that night, I went downstairs and I just got on GoDaddy.com and the name just came to me. Heavy metal ice cream, like everything I've grown up doing, but with food. And I love to cook. So why not try it? So I went and I said, well, somebody's definitely going to have this domain registered. It's it's too perfect. Yeah. Nope. So I registered it. And then I did a mass Google search, Instagram search for a business. I'm like, okay, there's going to be a food truck somewhere called heavy metal ice cream. Again, no. So I'm it's just destiny. like, wow, it's like wow. a sign. Yeah. It's, like, it's this destiny. Is, yeah, this is all lining up. And so. then after you did all of that, that's when you told me about it. Yeah, and basically the next day I was like, oh, by the way, we're going to do this. Well, you got to run it by the boss, you know. Yeah, so okay, much. you got to give everybody a little update real quick. They brought in two things of ice cream, and between Kim, Jeff, wow. Jen, Shutter, and... Yeah. Uh, Rick, Rick, and cornbread, cornbread had some. Yeah, they have demolished this one cup. Like between like the five or six of them, it's not it's not easy to polish off a pint that quick. But you guys have done it. 
Well, it's it's good. So um, <laughs> it's definitely I, I beyond FM approved. Been for, if you can't to ask since we don't have a brick and mortar store at the moment. Sure. When is that happening? How do we do this? And how do how yeah how how do we get more well, besides go hey come over on a Monday night? Basically, right now uh, we announce a new flavor every week on both Instagram and Facebook, and basically you just shoot us a message and say hey I want some, and we take. Uh, reservations for your quart. It's a full quart of ice cream, which is two of those pints, uh, through PayPal or Venmo or Apple Pay. It's $20 a quart, and we'll arrange, you know, time for you to come pick it up, and that's it. The brick and mortar, um, you know, that's the big dream. That's the big picture. And we have talked to people um, about investing and haven't, you know, uncovered the right investor just yet, but we do have a couple people that are still interested, but that's the big point right now. You definitely we are got a, definitely looking def- for investors. You definitely got a fan base coming out of this group. That's for sure. I mean, we have, like, we have so. 12,000 legitimate Instagram followers. That, that's not paid likes. That's not anything. That's word of mouth. That's, us. you know, like when I was a kid, I would go to the mall, pass out flyers mm-hmm. for your band. So today we get on Instagram and say, hey, we're heavy metal ice cream. Throw us a follow back. And that's how we're building our following. You know, it's slow but sure. And we definitely, you know, we still have bad weeks where it doesn't sound so great. I'm the same way because whenever we first started, you know, a few people approached said, you know, we can do this for you for your likes. And like, I want everything to be real organic as possible. You know, our target demographic is foodies. Well, you, you got that here. Yeah. Fans. Mm-hmm. And you got a couple people here for that on that list for sure. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and if you're a combination of both, perfect. I mean, if you go in on our Instagram, click on our followers, you'll see these are people that are probably legitimately really interested in what we're doing. And, you know, we just we go week to week, day to day, waiting for that phone call when somebody's like, you know what? Let's meet for a beer. Let's talk. We believe in you and we'll make it happen. So and I know it's I know it's really important to you too. talking with you before of staying in, in South St. Louis yes. in, in that area. I, I've lived in the Lindbergh School District since I was three years old, um, starting a long school when I was in kindergarten and uh, graduated Lindbergh High School in 93. And what year did you start kindergarten? I, I know the answer to this. I'm just trying to get you to talk. <laughs> 2010. And she's, yeah, and she's a Lindbergh now. So the big deal is we want to be able to give jobs to these kids, you know, and good paying ones. I'm not talking McDonald's pay. I, I want to start kids out at 10 bucks an hour and I'm not willing to budge on that. Um, because I think you'll get a level of service with that kind of money. $10 an hour. Yeah. Okay. Sure. On top, like, on cool, top, of, on top oh, of her allowance. I, I was, I was going to pay you more to be the vice president, but you know, no, he, I'm fine with that. Okay. More is, more is fine. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's too late people, now. You already put it out there. People think we're crazy for, let's just be real wanting to open in Crestwood because it's kind of a ghost town right now. I mean, the mall used to be the coolest thing in St. Louis and now it's just yeah. prairie grass, but if they're you, supposed to be building stuff onto that from what I've heard, it's, it's going to happen. It's a whole process getting the developers. You to, want a good spot? Sure. Build it next to Planet fitness. Cause you know, I go to, I go to that Planet fitness <laughs> and there's plenty of people that would leave and go straight over there. Guaranteed. The dental office next to Schnucks has an open space. I'm like, Dude, we can help each other here. <laughs> I'll send them to you. But um, 
You put ice cream you and then you get to half to off. Of talking about filling. whether it's a good idea to open there, and the thing is, go talk to Yolklore. Go talk to San Jose Mexican. They're all thriving. They're doing great because they're the only game in town. Mm. Right now, Crestwood doesn't have a place you can go for ice cream. So to me, it's the opposite. We could go to you know Maplewood or some cool place you and get swallowed Fenton? up. I think I don't think Fenton's got any uh, uh, ice cream spots. Now that DQ mm-hmm. closed down. Yeah, I so. mean we could we could branch out for sure. But I mean, also, I mean, business-wise, you have to look at it like, yeah, Crestwood right now is on the down, but that's when you're going to get the right price that's for the property, too. Yes. Yeah, and just say, hey, we want to be originals from when we believed in this place. Yeah. So what are a couple flavors that you are crazy about? I like the raspberry balsamic. And what else? The gooey butter cake. Gooey butter cake. So our gooey butter cake is our best seller. Oh, wow. It's not just gooey butter cake ice cream base. We Mm. actually use the best gooey butter cake in St. Louis from Yolklore, and we slice it up super thin, and (laughs) we just layer it into the gooey butter ice cream. And it's just, I mean, yeah, it's a heart attack, but that's okay. That's what we're doing. Sounds so good. Some of the other uh, flavors that I'm just seeing on Facebook... um, and people mentioned the gooey butter cake, but oatmeal cream pie, yep. mm. cereal milk ice cream, yeah. um, toasted marshmallow. That's a good one. That's peach really good. cobbler and mascarpone. Yeah. Got a little fancy. I love the fact that you said that right, too. She's fancy. We're on the hill. She's so fancy. She's so fancy. <laughs> I would walk yeah. out here and get shot if she I couldn't say, say that. Mars Capone. Kim Perry, prim and proper. <laughs> well. Yeah, we do some crazy off-the-wall stuff because I, I like to think our ice cream is kind of like a sundae in a scoop. I mean, just, we try to, we, we do the classics, but we try to do something you can't just walk into Schnooks and get. So, that's one goal. And um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Yeah. We have one that is a honey butter ice cream base with cornbread layers. Nice time. <laughs> and, and blackberry jam. And it's it's a huge seller. Just off the wall stuff that you can't get it, you know, anywhere else. I mean, I'm, I'm guaranteeing that they're all gonna have you want to come back for sure. So can you, different flavors every single time. Can you describe our three flavor categories and why they are named what they're named? I don't remember the original three names. Okay, so it's classic rock, glam rock, and heavy metal are our three categories of flavors. So the classic one is more of the, that's where all the strawberry and vanilla and the more basic stuff is. Classic ice cream flavors. Mm -hmm. Glam rock is what? And the glam rock is more where you just kind of take a step up from the classic ones where you put a little more stuff yeah. I mean, you get more creative with it. It's more lavish and gourmet. Mm-hmm. And heavy metal would be like, you know, chocolate with Reaper peppers or something like that. Like the we do lots of spicy flavors. Sriracha and peanut caramel mm-hmm. in French vanilla. <laughs> and it actually is nuts as it sounds. It's amazing. No pun intended. It, it burns. Oh, nice one. <laughs> it burns. <laughs> it burns, but it's a good burn. It's a happy hurt. Did I so just make that awkward for you? I think they should make a Beyond <laughs> FM flavor. Let's do it. What do you think? Well, it's definitely going to be loaded with nuts because you guys are all freaking crazy. <laughs> now nah, I'm normal. You know. oh. Normal? <laughs> really? That's, yeah. Maybe yeah, the sriracha that's, caramel. That's could the be funniest you thing you've ever said, T-Bone. Good Lord. Well, I, 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 well, obviously, like I said, I'm a vanilla kind of person. So, sure. Um, 
I guess, start with that. What what would you want? I mean, I know you don't eat ice cream, but what would you want in an ice cream flavor that's beyond FM? Oh, boy. Oh. I mean, we've got Brooke. Who cookie is, dough. Cookie dough is my, yeah. my go-to. Well, so, yeah. Cookie dough is yeah, good. Yeah. What kind of cookie dough? Let's think outside the box here. Let's not just go yeah. basic chocolate chip. I've only ever had cho- like basic lo- chocolate chip cookie dough, mm. so... Okay, we can do that still. Putting me on the spot with that. So, (laughs) but again, like T Bone said, it would have to have nuts. I'm thinking caramel because we've got Brooke, who's nice and sweet. And I don't don't know about that. Close to our (laughs) mega. Hey, we can think of something. We have a mega off air. We'll we'll think of something. French kiss and Brooke's butt too much. Nuts, come on, caramel, chocolate, crunch bars. Yeah, but you should add the sriracha because T Bone is kind of spicy. Ew, really? It's yes. crazy, but it's good. You'd so, be what, so what do we throw in to add in for uh, 10 cents and Shudder? What do they get? The nickel family and Shudder. What what would what would what would your ingredient They're not paying I'm definitely I know they're not. Yeah, Damn it, Jen. That's all right. That's all right. Um, Seriously. And definitely She's don't we definitely want to bring Brad into this because then there's no telling what's going to go in it. Oh wow. <laughs> it's kind of going to be the Love kitchen you, Brad. sink type. <laughs> So future, um, you know, I know you're still looking for investors. Um, for sure. So if anybody's really out there, um, sit down with him. He's got a great concept. Yeah, we'll bring some free ice cream and sit down and talk. All right. So we got we got the we got the ten. We're getting invaded by. Yeah, we got ten, ten cents. cents in here. So we're just trying to figure out a beyond FM flavor of ice cream. What would your additions be to describe you guys? What would your ingredients be? We already have caramel or caramel for Brooke. We've got the vanilla base, which would be me. Um, nuts, because we're all nuts. Uh, sriracha sauce for T-Bone. I don't know how that happened, but... Cookie sriracha. dough. <laughs> yeah, sriracha. Oh, yeah. I never I I didn't understand honey. that. Caramel. It's surprisingly good. Cookie so. dough for Pat. What would your ingredients be? Marshmallow. Marshmallow for Jen. Marshmallow, man. Boy, she stole mine, too. Um, You know what would be probably pretty good would be some, uh, I I mean, I like cookie dough. And, I I mean, I'm, you can't go wrong with cookie dough. Cookie dough's good. I already said cookie dough, so you got to pick something. So, think, well, think outside the box. So, not not chocolate chip cookie dough. What kind of cookie dough? Uh, How about bacon? Dude, we do it. Oh, Chocolate-covered oh, bacon. Oh, there we Dude, go. I bet that would be good, like a sea salt caramel with some bacon. <laughs> we do uh, crispy fried bacon. Oh, that sounds good. Comes this, bacon. this ice covered in dark starting to sound like a heart attack so it doesn't a, get soggy in ice cream. That sounds delish. All right, I would bacon. Try that. Yeah, I we do bacon that. flavors all the time, so let's do that. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. And I'm crispy. Somebody writing this, this down? Happen. Somebody writing this down? There's a monstrosity? It's all up here. All right, so uh, where can they find you at social-wise and websites? and? Okay, so we're on Instagram, Heavy Metal Ice Cream STL, and Facebook. Just look up Heavy Metal Ice Cream. Cool. Yeah. Easy enough. Shoot us a message. We have a new flavor every week, and when something strikes your eye, we'll make it for you. So when should we see this Beyond FM flavor? Hmm? When are we coming back on? Whenever you're, whenever you're ready. All right. <laughs> maybe we'll, maybe we'll do something next month. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. We'll pop in and get everybody's opinion. Even with that sriracha in there. That sounds good. I would try all of that. All of that suggestion I would try. The sriracha, I would, I would try it. It's surprising. It. It's shockingly good. I love like ice spice. cream. It's, yeah. 
It's hot, but it's it's actually sweet and it's really good. If you really can make good. a flavor or make it without, like one with sriracha, we can off do of it. one with and one without. Please, yeah, because I hate sriracha. <laughs> but but now that you said that, you at least have to try a spoonful. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Right. Otherwise, you go. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be surprised <laughs> surprised of, of flavors that go together. About hot wings. I don't, man. No, I don't do hot The last time I had sriracha, I was face down on my bed for nearly entire two days. I don't handle spice that well. Yeah, but so. you got that ice cream to cool it off. So I don't know how that's gonna work. <laughs> I'm so afraid of how how this concoction that we've like cooked up. But hey, you'll be surprised. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll we'll figure it out, and we'll Make we'll have back on. We have them on. We'll, we'll, we'll might have our own custom ice cream, man. That'd be cool. And we want to say thank you to all our Instagram people. For sure. Thank gotcha. you. We've never done an Instagram live before, so this is new. Probably get home and see how goofy we looked. <laughs> but thanks, guys. This yep. is this is definitely helpful. This is you know how we grow. Yep. So please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I want to get home and see all those likes lighting up. <laughs> Hopefully, we can help you out. And like like I said, we'll have you back on whenever you're ready. Thanks, man. Appreciate it so much. So we'll uh, take a small break and we'll come back with cornbread from 105 Seven the Points local show and uh, drill him on some stuff. No, I'm I'm just kidding. He's he's a little scared that I'm going to come after him a little bit, but I'm not. I promise. All right, so we'll be back. This is the Bottle Rockets with the Monday on uh, Beyond FM. The best of everything is TL. I knew that. Beyond FM.
Beyond FM, sponsored by Gaslight Studio. I'm willing to give it my all. I'm risking it all. I ain't losing it all. The only time when I'm a draw. Bitch, I'm willing to mall. And I cut for myself. No need to give an applause. Hope your umbrella seen it when I race on your all. It's the goal while I'm on top and that mission they fall. From a current and they know it and it's pissing them off. Gotta hit list the rappers, you know I'm killing them off. Who's at the top spot? You gotta kindle them all. And the drinks and the codes. I'm too great, I'm too cold for my name. of everything STL. It's Beyond FM right here at Gaslight, and we are live on Live 365. Good evening, and thank you for joining us. And, I'm, and he knows that I'm doing the show right now, and Shane Presley keeps sending me messages. I was surprised what that douche. anybody's still awake after that, uh, dealing with all that sugar right there with that ice cream. Brooke is still messaging me, so. <laughs> oh, she's, she's probably wondering how good the ice cream really is and whatnot, so. <laughs> So did a lot of it. I shared it with five other people. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised you didn't go face first into that shit after a minute. No, that was his job. <laughs> My job? No, I was uh, finger diving it. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what I was doing. We were told that you you came close to finger diving at cornbread. You know so. it. That's right. That's, that's one of my that's one of my favorite things to do, you know? Why use a spoon when I can just finger dive it? And by the way, does this light right here like flash just on beat or Yeah, kind of. Okay. It has a mind of its own a little it has bit. A mind of its own. For those that are wondering, we have cornbread in the studio. Now. Oh, hey. Yeah. Here here and, here we are. And the kind of a uh, retract a little bit as I was getting ready to do my intro and we were distracted by ice cream and lights. Yeah. 
That um, should be the name of this uh, this episode this week. Ice cream and lights. <laughs> Corbett ice cream and lights. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible episode of strippers gone crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, back in 94, uh, I was in a band called Organic State. Not that that's a big deal, um, but bring the point up. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> I'm wondering where he's going. <laughs> yeah, I got to plug myself a little bit. Um, we sent... And we'll we'll talk about this later on about do's and don'ts of of approaching media and stuff like that for your bands and stuff like that. But for some reason, the only only option that we had to send to the Points local show was a dat tape. And at the time, I think the local show was like three hours long, and it was hosted yourself. by Greg Iceberg. Yourself. Yes, I am old. <laughs> I am old, but I was twenty at the time, so that's all right. Um, so now fast forward here 27 years later, and now I am interviewing their current host and you've been doing it for what, like almost 10 years now, right? Oh, like um, maybe longer. Let's pro I think about 15, 15. Wow. Yeah. Time flies. dude. It does. I have 11 year old and he wasn't even thought of when I was doing it. So, wow. That, that makes me feel even older. <laughs> and I, I'm. And my 17-year-old, he was only one, maybe, wow. possibly. Yeah. So, so I'm now, not very good now at math. So 15, I don't, 16? I don't quite feel as old now because Cornbread's pretty up there, too, now. Well, I've got everybody confused. <laughs> you know what I mean? I look young for the kids so that I could stay hip. Well, it's kind of like Jeff Nichols. You know, when he takes his head off, he looks like a 40-year-old man. But with it on, you know, he, he could probably pass for 35. And it, I don't yeah, know let's if you guys ever 35, you're giving him too much credit. It's more like maybe about 39, 38. Yeah. yeah. I'm always He's wrapping my head for the same fact. I, so not, I don't have, I have hair here, but not so much here or, well, you know what? You can't see me. So I'm bald. Actually, some of them can. Oh, hey, I'm bald. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It was probably one of the hardest things in my entire life was when I lost my hair. Yeah. But you had, a, mo you had a you had a mohawk at one time, right? Well, yeah, that, but that was me holding on the hope. You know <laughs> don't feel like, bad. Don't feel bad though. <laughs> that's exactly what that was. Like, I'm going to make this last longer than what it should. Don't feel bad because, well. Yeah, but see, I'm I'm purposely right now. I'm trying to grow it out just to see, and just to make Jeff feel really bad. Oh man! So I do have hair up there, but my sides and my back do grow a lot faster than my top for sure. There's a reason why they make me wear a hat because they're jealous of what I got going on. Oh the top, man! So luscious locks over there, man. Look at it. Yeah, just keep rubbing it in because we're gonna curse you with early impotence. So. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Wow. Yes. It's taking a turn for the dickhead it is right there. Oh, Shit. man. You can say those things here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a little different. <laughs> we're, we're not FCC regulated, right. so you can say whatever you want. Well, I mean, <laughs> I appreciate that, but uh, I probably won't. Not because I don't want to. It's just, I don't know. It's microphones, just a forced it, habit. Well, that yeah. and then uh, once you get a microphone, sometimes in your mm -hmm. face, you know, it's it's turning on a switch, you know, and it's like, hey, uh, I have kids. You know, thanks, hey, man. My kids are listening, by the way. And now they learn all these nasty words from you. Damn. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought I was watching my mouth most of the night, but apparently not. Yeah. Max Voise was on last week, and he said the same thing, that as soon as a microphone comes in front of him, he can't. He physically cannot let 
when those words come out. Now, Max is the movie. Yeah. Yes. Max yeah. 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 I used to work in the same building as him um, mm-hmm. when he was on 97.1. Right. Uh, yes. The power I, station. Yep. I remember him. <laughs> I've been through a lot with that station. I got to be honest with you. I've three different companies. It's, yeah, uh, that's 15 been, years for sure. I mean, that's a long stint. It's fun. Um, well, that's 15 years of just doing the local show. I uh, actually got hired in 2000 um, as the point was sold from Sinclair mm-hmm. to Emmis. Uh, there was a transition period uh, with the program director. So Alan Fee was on his way to wherever he was going at the time. And then um, Marty Link took over acting program director, and that's the guy that hired me. Hey, he hired me, too. Marty Link did? Yeah, he hired me over at 188. See? Now he's over at uh, Hubbard. He, he yeah. is at Hubbard now. Yep. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. <laughs> I can't say that because I don't work for him. Well, so. oh. I just hear about it on the point and hear about it from like all my friends that work over there at Hubbard. So They, they all do the Hail Hubbard? Yeah, yeah. That's the first time I've ever done it, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was like I should I, you know I feel like I should have shirts you know but we yeah. don't have them think, so one uh, well, go ahead no go ahead well I wanted to say one more thing to kind of break the ice between us oh. just to be silly so how pissed were you whenever there was another cornbread that came into town honestly um, I was a little bummed you know uh, it wasn't that big of a deal to me um, not until like he took it upon himself to like kind of make fun of me, you know, uh, he was degrading me in, in all kinds of ways. And it was, I think the fact, this is what I was told and I don't know how true this is, but the, the, what really got to him was it got to him more than anybody. So I guess people were calling like, Hey, are you cornbread from the point you're now mm-hmm. over here? And he's like, no. And so he went into this whole tangent of, you know, I, to the point where he like, recorded me doing breaks live over at Pops. That's back when I used to do the local show live at Pops and mm-hmm. he would play those back and just like call me like a gangster wannabe or something or, you know, something around those facts. And I was like, God, man, it sucks. You don't even know me. You know what I mean? Like you don't even know what I'm actually over here doing. Uh, as far as the scene goes, I'm actually trying to promote a scene exactly like you promote food. You yes. know what I mean? Like that was your show. You promoted food and it was that worked for you. Right. Or, whatever, you know, charity. I think he was big into the cancer charity. I mean, why, why would I take something and try to make a mockery of it? So it was like, you know what? Enough's enough. And then it kind of got on my nerves. But um, in the end, it really didn't bother me. I just thought it was goofy. Yeah. And those were kind of still in the almost the end periods of the whole shock jock, you know, stuff where he was just trying to draw attention to himself, I think, a little bit more. To that might have been the most shockiest better. thing he's ever done. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, honestly, because uh, I, I do believe, you know, it good. he's good people, good soul. I mean, he had, you know, it, it just, I don't know what happened there. It was silly. Um, I don't know. Over it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? He, he's, he's able to retire. I am not. Are you still mistaken for him? Because I, I was asked when I said Cornbread from the Point was coming on. A lot of people yeah, yeah, that listen to that station absolutely. was They're asking like, Man, if it was him. I'm like, on no. a diet and did you did you shrink? I'm like, what are you talking about? And then, yeah, no, um, no, not really. You know what I mean? I th- I think uh, when he was in town, people were really confused. Um, you know, the longer he was in town, um, he made a big name. You know what I mean? Like he was on a morning show. I was not. I was the night guy. At that time on the point. Well, actually just getting the night gig. So it uh, it was different, you know. 
I have nothing bad to say. It was whatever. Yeah, I, think I know. Was, no, uh, I think over a, I forget. I think it was Kane over at BC to describe it when we were talking about it. Like when I was over at Broadcast Center and Kane, somebody mentioned like uh, getting to work with like one of the cornbreads and like I think this was like 2011 somewhere in there. And they said they had worked with one of them before. And he's like, which one? The good one or the douchebag one? So. <laughs> I guess that all depends on who you ask. Well, it, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I think uh, anybody could have a, a douchey side. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's many people that think, ah, I'm a douchebag. Matter of fact, I know that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a douchebag, whatever, you know. Um, to somebody, maybe because I don't play their band. I don't know. Maybe I'm unapproachable, which I find that hard to believe. But... It may be that case. Well, you, you know, you can't be a taco. I mean, you can't make everyone happy. Oh, I don't. For sure. So <laughs> one thing no, I don't sure. do this after this long in the game is I, I don't chase that. And when I first started it, I mean, I wanted to play everyone's song because I wanted to be that guy. But then, you know, reality hit and it goes, hey, you know what? We're actually on a uh, FM uh, station and it's huge and it's getting number one ratings, I probably shouldn't push play on a band um, that really didn't give a fair shake to their own product. Why Why do I need to try to play this for somebody? And and I think that's where a lot of uh, band guys get confused on this whole situation. It's like, not, it's not me being a, a jerk. It's not me being an ass. Um, it's just me going simply, hey, um, when it's right, I'll play it. And I've told friends of mine, it's like, hey, man, it's just not good enough. You know what I mean? The quality is not there. It takes money to make money. And if you don't believe in your product enough to go you at least get somebody to capture your sound, I, I don't know if I believe in what you're even trying to do at that point. Yeah, we've, we've brought this up a couple of times about product quality and branding yourself and worrying about those two things instead of worrying about getting your first gig and stuff like that. If you have those products already in place, you're going to get the quality gigs instead of worrying about playing at the corner bar down the street with a live recording. I mean, I've had tons of people now that send me like, hey, can you help me get gigs in St. Louis? Okay, send me your stuff. And it's sometimes it's just a basement recording. And I'm like, man, I can't I can't even present it to somebody for you because there's no way because it's now my reputation. Sure. Online. Same for you. They don't realize that, you know. You actually work for a company, and it's a corporation. Absolutely. And so even with the Road to Point Fest and stuff like that, I mean, I'll be honest. Whenever you put up a flyer and I'll, I'll look at the bands that are playing, then I'll go and check and see if they have product, whether they have something on YouTube, something on Spotify, something out there. And a lot of times they don't even have that. Right. And you're applying for a competition when you don't even have product yet. You know, it's, it, it's confusing. It, it really is. It's almost like it, they do it backwards. And I got it at one point in time. Um, we looked at this uh, doing the road to point fest. I mean, we've had studios involved um, just to broaden, you know, that that part of it, because I thought it's very important for these bands to not only win point fest. I mean, it's a great opportunity. It's an amazing opportunity. It's not heard of, you know, across this country for radio stations to be doing that kind of stuff still to this day, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we brought, I, we were, you know, different studios were involved. And the whole point was that is to let them get one song recorded 
by a professional person that knows what they're doing, and then they would know what they're after. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, they don't always get that fair shake because there's a, always that guy out there to make. It's like anything. There's always that one person out there making that quick buck. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I could do it. Hey, I can cut hair. You see what happens when they cut hair, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm bald now. Just a little off top, please. <laughs> um, and one thing that I, I also wanted to mention um, as far as playing the road to Point Fest, um, because really to you, it's your job in the end um, to present an artist from the area to play basically on an almost a national level stage. Granted, it's a side stage, but it's still, it is your job to present the best you can for your company as well. So you have to take that in consideration too. And I don't think a lot of musicians understand that to where now your, your band is not only representing you, you're representing the point Mm-hmm. to other maybe even national acts or people that are in town to partake in the festival that, you know, you have a reputation to maintain. I got to be honest, it's not about the reputation for me. Um, first, I'm, I host, you know, and it's it just one of those things I work, I've worked really closely with Pops for probably these last 15 years and we have have built, we've struggled, we built, we struggle and, and everything's ever changing. So bands are ever changing. Uh, the point fest lineups change, you know, one year we may get 10 next year. We may only get five. We never know, you know, so like it's kind of a roller coaster ride for all of us. And, um, it, it a lot of people don't understand this. First and foremost, I don't pick that band that's going to move on. I wish that I could sit here and say, Hey, I'm going to pick that band and that's the way it's going to be. The shows are not predetermined before the show starts. Half the time, I don't know half of the bands. Now do I, because I've been doing it for 15 years. Yeah, I get to have relationships with bands, you know? I mean, we get to talk and we become buddies and and whatever, whatnot. So I kind of pull myself out of those situations. A lot of the time that I will do anything or put my input in when it comes to uh, the overall decisions of things is when there are deadlock ties or if there's just that one piece that they're missing because I've been doing it for so long, you know, and it's like, hey, Obviously, when these guys are going in for it, I mean, let's just quality, uh, professionalism. Um, can you play that instrument? Did you write a good song? If you're going to come in there and play a bunch of covers, I mean, that's not original. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that go into it. Are you very good at working a crowd? Um, are you bringing a crowd? Are you, I mean, like, are you willing to work? You know what I mean? And, yeah. that, and that's where a lot of bands get confused on this whole situation. And, uh, to be quite honest, the reason I keep doing it, it's not about the competition for me. Because, matter of fact, I was a lot of, you know, say if, hey, we're going to have to change the name because it used to be Battle for Point Fest. And Battle was so harsh uh, for bands. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, I, I think it was beat down. You know what I mean? It's like, we can't battle no more. Now it's the road to Point Fest because we got to make it more of an adventure. You, you know, ease up that battle when, because the only thing that these bands were concentrating on at that point in time is the competition part. That's not what it's really all there for. Yes, there is a competition going on, but it's more of the networking. You know, we're trying to put these bands 
on a show that they normally wouldn't play with some of these bands. And it's their goal. It's their object to take you whatever they want out of it. You know what I mean? I can't force them to, you know, become friends with somebody. But I mean, that's the, that's the whole purpose, man. It's like, Hey, you're a badass band. I think that we could go play a show and I don't care what venue in town, you know, FUBAR, Red Flag, whatever, you know, it's like, man, we ought to put a show together. That's what it's about. It's about the networking and, you know, and, and, and let's, <laughs> let's just, you know this because you've been around for quite some years. It's 10% talent and 90% of who you know, no matter what you're involved in. If it's politics, if it's hairstyling, if it's uh, makeup artists, if it's being on the radio, it's uh, being in the music industry, 10%. Talent, ninety yeah, percent of you, who you know. You got to make relationships, and that's it. And and a lot of focus have been you know lost on that, and the concentration of battle, 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 competition, and ticket sales. That's another one that cracks me up the most. You know what I mean? When I hear the the tr- I see the trollers, and I don't I don't really watch the trollers anymore. I mean, I'm numb to all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it cracks me up when I watch this. Like, oh, there we go, another another sell the ticket. I, I tell you what, I. I'm in a band, all right? I'm in a band called Brook Royal, and I am more than glad to go out and sell you a $5 ticket. You know why I'm more than glad to sell you a $5 ticket? Because that was my idea to go sell a $5 ticket. You know, five bands, five bucks. I'm not going to lie to you. That was me. I wanted that. I need that. You know why? Because I believe in my product. And if I can get, that's almost me giving my show away with trying to take that little bit of dollars that we do make and put lights and extra stuff coming into it. And, and, and that's, but it's so much, and it's a lot easier for these bands to pick that apart and be like, oh, you got that show because you're cornbread. Well, I, I do the daily grind, man. I, if, back in the day, I was the guy out flying. I was that guy selling tickets. I'll do the hustle. It don't bother me. Yep. So these ticket sale people, they crack me up. I mean, if if you had to sell tickets to keep your show going on here and you didn't sell a ticket, would you expect your show to be going you know, happening next week. You know what I mean? Like nope. you, you can't, you, I mean, businesses don't operate like that. So, uh, the, I think that a lot of things that hurt that situation is the ones that do come in, um, promoters and they come in because they want to make a dollar and we've seen them all come and go. Um, but those are the ones that do hurt those kind of situations. I mean, if you can't sell a ticket, you don't have to do the competition or r- sign up or to play any of those shows. You don't have to. You're the one who commits to the selling those tickets. Well, and I think they have that pipe dream of, you know, naturally opening for Point Fest, but they don't want to, you know, they don't understand that you still have to put the work in to get there. It's not just show up and play, you know, get your product ready all that even before they even approach you or pops to say i want to play that show have your shit in line and it'll make things a lot easier one thing also with the ticket sales thing that gives you the opportunity to go out and meet your audience at the same time and therefore they are committed to you it puts a face with the product and you know what i mean and and then i i feel as if if no one showed up to the show i mean or you got 50 people to the show you know what you tried you have you you don't have to go oh man the club didn't do anything well i mean it's not the club situation man you you committed i mean the club can only do so much you know and um 
and this is not me hating on any club in St. Louis. It, I choose to play pops just because I know that it, whatever I'm going to put into that show, they're going to put that much more into that same show. You know what I mean? Like they have an upper advantage for my case. I think that, um, it is anything in the world. If you want to be preceded as a bigger band or a bigger project, then you must spend that money. I've paid out of our own bank accounts for the band to have commercials made. They're not cheap. No, they're I've not. paid those prices. They're not cheap, but it's all about that perception. So if you want to be that big band, you got to make people believe you are that big band. So Well, even so, with ticket sales, I mean, scrape up at least enough. I mean, half time, for a $5 ticket, most of the time your band can scrape up enough to sell whatever 100 tickets or whatever that you have to and then give them away because then you're going to have your crowd there. You're going to look more presentable, so on and so forth. If that is your goal to be opener for Point Fest sure. and invest that money into that marketing scheme or whatever that you want to portray. Just like having your everything lined up as well. Really approach it as you're really going to go for it. Not necessarily as it being a competition, but this is your opportunity to shine a little bit. I've seen bands, uh, you know, literally not even be from this area, you know, um, Jeff City or something. Uh, they they would bust people in you know what i mean like that's how dedicated they were and they were bringing bigger crowds than the guys that are in the backyard here and uh, the ones that really crack me up are the five piece bands and they literally show up with five tickets because that's how many people they knew a girlfriend for each band member and it's like man <laughs> Yeah. Your buddies don't like you, dude. That's <laughs> right there is number one hint. You know what I mean? Maybe you should keep that in the garage. I'm just gonna throw that out there. So not to interrupt, but uh, me and Kim are monitoring the Facebook live stream that we're doing. People right hate now. me. No, they are absolutely <laughs> agreeing with you. Like 100. percent There's like everybody's agreeing with you. Yvonne says it's the hardest part of the business networking is that a lot of bands have a hard time understanding that. Right, hey, Kim. And Yvonne is actually, um, she runs Voodoo Queen Management. Yep. I've so. met her m plenty of times um, through doing this over the years. Really nice lady. She has great heart and she's all about, you know, supporting this scene. And, you know, at, and I think that's another loose word uh, for St. Louis is the scene. You know what I mean? Because the scene is a lot more than what it is. Uh, there's scenes within scenes. Mm -hmm. It's not as noticeable as it has been in the past, but you know, I mean, Delmore Hall, that's a completely different scene. There's bands that go down there that I don't even know. And I've been doing this show for many years and they're successful. I've never seen any of those, you know, some of those bands in my entire life. And I probably never will unless I accidentally show up to Blueberry Hill or yeah. something like that. I mean, I just don't go. Not because I don't want to go. It's just I don't go. And uh, there scenes over at Pops. It used to be more metal. You know what I mean? And then there was the scenes down at the old Creepy Crawl. And then it moved over to... Uh, Fubar, you know, what I mean, there's scenes within scenes, so I, I, it's 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 difficult, man. You know what I mean? Like it, it's funny, but the whole this takes us back to that road to Point Fuss was we were trying to grab different scenes and try to interlock them so that it's going, hey guys, 
you don't have to just play Blueberry Hill. And hey, you don't have to just scream over here at Pops. You can do these shows all over the place. And and that's man. I, have you ever met Rich Donald from Pops? Mm-mm. You need to. I, I need, you, I yeah, like you to. need to have yep. him in for an interview because it's uh, hearing his take on this, and he's been doing this back since Monday Night Metal um, when Extreme Radio was in town. So that's what it. So these Road to Point Fest and all the Battle for Point Fest that actually was originally um, the, the uh, Monday Night Metal, uh, which. Kane, I do believe, was involved in that, and Christy Carson. Yes. And then previously before that was Tom Turbock, which is the guy I worked with. For? Monday Night Metal. But that's when it was more Casey. Yep, no more Casey Drone, yeah. yeah. Got another interesting comment. Facebook makes people lazy. You got to get your feet on the ground. That's from Kevin Bowen. I think any social media uh, platform could possibly um, make anybody lazy, but at the same time, if you are good with it, which I'm terrible at it, I don't know if you guys know this or not, I am. I'm probably the world's worst uh, Facebooker, uh, Instagrammer. I don't Twitter. I don't Twitter, and I don't. What's this new thing? Talk, tick, tick, TikTok, tick, TikTok. Yeah, you'll never see me do any of that kind of goofy stuff. One of your coworkers, Lux, is a freaking master of it. Well, I follow, I've started following her and it's like a daily thing where she posts on that stuff. And, so. and see, and that's where, okay, so I remember having meetings. Um, this is way before Lux was even on the radio. Well, we would have meetings and this is when it was like, hey, guys, we're going to build these MySpace pages and we're gonna, <laughs> you, we're, we're, we want you to put your life out there. And I was just like jaw dropped going, hey, man, I, I don't know that I'm comfortable, you know, with sharing my um my wife, my kids at that time in my life, because there were, I mean, there could be haters, man. You know what I mean? And I, I, I get really defensive if you, 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 you bash on my, my kids or my family, you could tear me apart. I don't care, but my wife has nothing to do with what I do. Uh, My son's both boys have nothing to do with what I do. Uh, do I try to introduce them to some of this stuff? Absolutely, because I want them to um, suck this up because uh, w- we've gotten pretty dang lucky. You know what I mean? Like, uh, again, <laughs> I-, I didn't know anyone when I got into this. If it wasn't for Donnie Fandango and Matt Costello, um, Marty Link, eh, back in the old the old Point crew, I-, I wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Like, they gave me my break and never went to school. Uh, just being a professional jackass <laughs> before jackass was jackass. I had, I had that same. That's kind of like how I am with social media a little bit. I'll share a little bit of things. You know, I've been doing a lot with my weight loss stuff. But as far as like sharing stuff with Beth and anything like that on like Instagram, I've halted that because I've dealt with like stalkers in the past when I was first in Cape Girardeau and I had to deal with stuff like that. And one of my old PDs had to like calm that down almost real quick i almost had to get a freaking restraining order against this girl i did have to do that once yeah a restraining order um there was a a little phone call that came in and it explained how they were literally gonna kill me uh garden dagger style and bury me in many pieces it was a it's probably one of the most frightening things i've ever so basically i was i was the night guy um so i get this phone call from uh tommy the boss he's like hey i need you to come down we need to talk. And I was like, Oh, here we go. I'm getting fired. Here it is. You know what I mean? Uh, so I get there and he's like, Hey, I need you to take this tape. 
because it was a back then it was air checked over a tape. They mm-hmm. put it on tape. And I need you to go to our lawyer. And I'm like, man, when is happening? He's like, just go do it. All right, cool. So I went over there. This guy pushed play, and I had to hear this guy, you know, describe how he was gonna garden dagger me and kill me all up in these pieces and this and that. And it was just like, um, he thought I called him something. So basically, through investigations. I guess the guy was schizophrenia, and so uh, when he would hear my voice over the radio, he automatically thought that I was talking to him, and he would build his own conversation. Wow. And I was just like, oh, okay, this isn't creepy at all. So, yeah, that that was a one time. And, dude, this is the worst. So that happened, right? And the very next night, uh, the, we were. this is back when we were still at Union Station. They decided to put these sensors on the windows that if any of the windows would shatter, this alarm would go off. Well, who was in the building? I don't think it was Mike Duran, but one of them was down there doing some voiceover work, and they had the bass loud enough <laughs> that it shook that alarm, and it went off. You talk about somebody crapping their pants. I thought that was my dime. You know, this dude's literally coming through, and he's going to garden dagger me, man. This is it. So I was freaked out. I had I had to be escorted out every night for uh, with security for a couple weeks, and then it went away. Really? Yeah, oh it was frightening, man. Jesus. I never met this person in my entire life, never seen him, nothing. But he knew everything about me. And then I go, well, you see, that's why I don't want to put things on the internet about my wife or my kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you could do that to me if you want, but ugh. Yeah. In our short life, we've had, well, at the beginning, I had basically threats on my life that I was going to get my ass whipped when I walked out of the studio and stuff for starting all this. And, and then, you know, naturally, we've had stuff with... Brooke and some and well and he's been kind of a turd stalking all of us a little bit. I mean he's been at some of the road to Point Fest and like stuff like that where he, he just sh- he hasn't come to anything I've been at. So he has just followed us around. What is, I don't I don't think I'm following what's happening. We have our own. Stalker. We have a stalker too. Yeah. Oh, you got a troller. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's been well, stalk. He's first started stalking Brooke, and then anytime we would be anywhere, he would show up. Like Kim was someplace, he would show up just in hopes that Brooke would be there. If Tony was there, he would show up just in hopes that Tony would be there. And to, I mean, like to 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 maliciously be mean. What is he doing? Like he's just. Uh, maybe I, he's a passionate fan. I think he, he needs, was he in the was. beginning, but then he started like being really creepy towards her and trying to um, say he wants to be with her and just continuing on with that. What you got, Jeff? What's up, whoever's Jeff? pulling. You still good? What do you mean? Well, we're going to take a break in a minute. I'm a little high on ice cream. <laughs> I'm not high on the ice cream at all, but I tell you what I am. I'm heavied on the ice cream right now. I, it is getting to be my bedtime. So when you take a break, I break. Okay. Well, let's take five and we'll come back. We'll finish things off with cornbread. I got a few more things to talk about with him and then we'll get out of here. Uh-oh. So, this sounds serious. No, 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 no. It's not serious. Um, so what do I got next? Just real quick. Uh, let me flip through my pages. Oh, okay. Um, Bandit's coming out with new material very soon. I believe, isn't it Valentine's Day for Callaway Circus? Is that correct? Or is it that is definitely in February for sure. Yes. Um, anyway, this is uh, Gray on Beyond FM. Beyond FM. Have y'all Sorry, heard of my hit single, Whipped Cream? Whipped Cream, put it all love your birthday. No. Never heard of that? No, Where you been, brother? 
Love. Promote. felt this before I feel like I'm done for I worry every day I feel like the world's gone gray and what's the point of all this this feeling I dismiss you know you did this to me and now I hope you can see I'm Dylan, and we are DC, and you're listening to Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. Listen, love, promote. Do you ever think of driving all day with no hopes or fears? We're going any which way, cause I love that. And I've got the time. Do you ever think of a big old stage in front of big old crowds? We're just playing for days, cause I love that. And I've got the songs, all your hopes and your cares. 
records that you pull off the shelf and damn they make you feel better I love those and I've got a few oh, yes I do Best of everything STL. It's Beyond FM from Gaslight on Live 365. And good evening, and thank you for all who are joining us tonight. Yeah, especially uh, Shanny, Brendan, Shannon. Why? Woo! That guy's awesome. He's the best. Our, our guest tonight, of course, is Cornbread from the local show on we're 1057 still, The Point. We're still kind of reeling after that forced break by our producers, Jeff. That's all Thanks right. A because lot. Jack yeah. no. <laughs> is that is it a force break or a hard break? What do we call those? Uh, we're going to call it all the above. Break. All the above. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the door open is like, dude, put the ice cream down now. <laughs> yeah. We Go to, to get, break. We need a break. We had to get Chloe out of here. She does have school tomorrow, and we're going to get out of here soon, too. But I just want to bring up a few more things real quick one um one thing that i i I bring to attention to people that that i think is very important is the problem with st louis is they don't know how good st louis is music wise i think general population somehow some way to reach out to them more now the people in the music scene know how good it is but gin pop that's what i'm trying to do is get Jim pop to start tuning in if that makes sense right oh absolutely i but like i think we might have covered this um earlier it's easier to be a hater than to be a supporter or it's easier to find the hate than it is the positive you know what i mean and that that is really what kills most of the most of the you know drive of 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 people like yourself you know what i mean like you'll come in here and you just do this week after week and i'm 
going to sit here and probably say you probably make no money doing it and you're doing it out of the passion of your heart and you're putting everything that you have into this show that's given you no, you know, really no return other than you're getting to meet some cool people. You're getting to check out some cool bands. You're doing something that you love. Beyond FM. Listen. Love. Promote. It's a Step aside, we'll tear you apart. So there's this thing, it's called the theory of planned behavior. It started 
to predict an individual's intentions to engage in a behavior at a specific time and place. I don't know if you've been looking at your phones or looking at your screens, but um, careful with your info. You dealing with the new mosquitoes through placebo, I clutch doom. Holly Selassie and needle rolling on mushrooms. It's quick with flu, I trend like Nipsey Blue. I smoke a blunt in a hurricane to get me through. Examine the fact, I took Thor's hammer from Cap, no silicone. In the cone, this is natural rap, technology killer. I can see the sins of the center stage. Since automation started when they freed the first slaves. My determination was birthed from the birth of the first bench. Kick a op in the face with a steel toe Timberland Floating through a wormhole backwards like what's the symbolist? If this the end game directed by John Singleton We've been the best since the best was a fucking concept Will Smith was Aladdin and the last man alive So fuck it nigga, the last one's left is up. Everyone wants to feel in control In the same breath they want to pay top dollars to be told What they like and what they don't So it seems to me this confusion is a human error Keep allowing this to grow. The machines are gonna win. I'm, I'm gonna be the first to say it. My niggas forever been poor, competitive for the bread in the land where the only good president is a dead one. And the only real protection is a handgun. Lick a shot for the dead homies on that red rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rich get richer. And we get whatever the rich get sicker. And each year we dig and the ditch get bigger. You eat shit for dinner, your bitch get thicker. Hell on the floor with a crayon Ghost in the shell, I'm performing a seance I broke the spell, the thoughts that they prey on Fuckers can't control a soul full of chaos American gods, the devil is born And heaven is torn apart When I settle the score, developed the form of man But never been more different A metaphor for killer, uh, never before witness uh -huh. Deleting every record, you know what I mean Putting mine on my money, downloading Fleet of sing clean uh, Keep them busy with algorithms, making them dizzy uh, Put them on game and watch how quickly the pricks And forgive me, they overdid With no permission, they starting drama like this to dimension Where Biff is married to Martin Mama No disrespect from their disconnection, they out of power They'll come back to me in their darkest hour Everywhere I go, people that I know Tell me how I glow, my soul is a light show Since I was little, Ryan always said I was right Don't clean his gun, watching WCW Nitro The gangsta ain't tested, so they figure they try more Paint they selves in the corner, then they wind up in my dough Like, what up, doubt? How you feeling, mate? What you working on? The homies want the green like the sand, turn it on. And futurists gotta say it's all, but in the land of technology, the hacker is God. So everybody charge your church up, get prepared. Open your social media, bow your heads for prayer, yeah. Type of hype, got nihilists getting scared, yeah. Better life, you fighting but unaware, yeah. Whoever knew revelation was really your revelation. Get the babies waking up off of the plantation. Dang, so there you have it. A few different perspectives to reinforce the notion that you are not going crazy and you are not being paranoid and everything that you've been worried about are the exact things that need to be on your mind. The question is, what do we do about it? <laughs>